People would look at me and say, you're not thin enough, you're too old, you can't do that training. Um, what are you gonna do with that training? Your faith isn't very strong. Do you have enough knowledge to do that training? And I've found out through this training that I do have enough. I have enough training to go out and share that with the world. And that those were just lies. I've learned to deal with a lot of things that I didn't know that I had. I think I had baggage that I was carrying and I didn't know. Um, so that is freedom and you feel 20 pounds later, letting God in your life and to, to work on those things um, and peel the onion back um, to make you more healthy. The community in Rev is like one big family. They are supportive, they care, and there is no competition, which you have in some families, um, but it is just love, support, caring, empathy, and you just couldn't ask for anything better. It is never too late. Um, at one time I might have thought I was too old, but I'm not. Um, I'm in my second life because now I am filled with the Holy Spirit and I'm going to go out and share that with others in both health, fitness, and spiritual, and they just better watch out. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I'm excited to be here. I hope you are just as excited. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We're going to have a good time together. We're going to be changed from the inside out. And that's the way to have change. You just heard another testimony about instructor training from Mary. And I sure hope it is compelling you. Don't wait. Not one more day. Download a packet and find out information. Because as of today, it is two weeks. We just give you these fair warnings, two weeks. This is, after two weeks, it gets a little more crazy. You can still get in, but it's a rush. And <laughs> you gotta get your books, get ready. And I told you guys before, your brain loves anticipation. Once it moves off of fear, because that's a lot of reasons why people stay back from taking that next step, fear, man, learning so much how fear messes with our biology. Just fear. I think it's why Jesus talks about it a lot. Don't fear. Don't fear. It's not your design to fear. Fear will actually cellularly destroy you and cause stress hormones, things that you were not created for that are the effect of this world, the fallenness of the world. So when you move from fear over to faith and expectation and anticipation, especially expectation of what God's going to do, because if he calls you, he's going to equip it. He's going to do everything you need then our bodies enjoy that. They were made for those type of healthy, excited stress hormones. It's not really a stress hormone. It's more like dopamine, serotonin. Good stuff happens when we do the right thing. We do whatever God's called us to do. So download your packet, have your enrollment conversation, and I look forward to seeing you in Platoon 24. Today we are going to rev the word. There will be intervals you'll be welcome to do. If this is your first time, welcome. Just, just lace up some shoes, get outside is great. If you can't get outside, can you be near a window maybe? Just maybe some of you I know are in the basements, but um, try to think about your changing your atmosphere from the inside of your body, getting excited about what's going on. So 
moving your body will do that. Moving your body just moves some stuff around. And now we're going to shift our minds to think about truth. And that changes everything. The truth of what God has said. Capital T, truth. You want it. You're made for it. I'm excited to, to dispense it to you today in the gospel. All right, let's get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath in, everyone. Breathe through the nose. Inhale. Exhale, out the mouth. Again, inhale through the nose. Exhale, out the mouth. Again, inhale through the nose. Exhale. Breath. It's amazing. You want to get out of fear? Breathe. When we breathe, we move out of the stress mind into the body where we welcome parasympathetic nervous system, which is all the parts of your body that are made for rest. We cue those up. Breathing. So I'm convinced so many of us don't know how to breathe when we move. And we don't even breathe once we're, we just don't think about breathing like that. Yeah, and it's the breath of God that gives us understanding, tells us in scripture that the Lord breathed into Adam's nostrils. It's interesting, the nostrils, not the mouth, the nostrils. Mm. Because when we breathe through the nose and out the mouth and that circulatory system's working, the blood is flowing, the respiratory system gets in line and we find more breath. People that are just mouth breathers, they're missing out. <laughs> the brain gets the oxygen more so when we breathe through the nose. Clears. All right, so Lord, thank you so much for your word. We thank you that you wanna meet with us today. Thank you that your word does not return void, ever. So whenever it's proclaimed, we cellularly shift towards hope, peace, joy, everything that you've created, the foundations of the world upon. Your thumbprint is on it, and we want more of it in us and on us. So Holy Spirit, we give you permission. Everyone say, Holy Spirit, you have permission. Permission to talk to us. Thank you that you listen to us. Like, come and be what no worldly companion, friend, spouse, co-worker can be. Show us the Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being eyes open looking at the ceiling in bed, 10 being all out effort. Well, the minute you got out of bed and became a 2, and you started to kind of walk around the house, 2. If you did a quick walk around the house, 3. And right now, you're about a 4 or 5. Let's go for a 5. It's wonderful. You're liking it, yeah? Come on. 
Hey, and five's great. If you just want to hang out the whole time at five and it's more than you've thought about doing, <laughs> the Lord is winking, smiling, clapping right now. I promised you. He's in a good mood. Ooh, one more announcement just came to my, my notes. The marriage conference, March 5, March 6th, 7th, and 8th in Chicago, Illinois. There are a few spots left. I want you to know about it because I want you to be there if you're supposed to be there. I don't want you to miss out. And here's the thing. Um, yes, if you're married to an actual human being, <laughs> come. But we're all married to Christ. So please do not discount yourself. Whenever we talk about marriage or do a podcast or just consider the whole conversations we have about the marriage with our spouse with your marriage to Christ honestly consider it because connection I told you healing requires connection <laughs> marriage intimacy we have that with Christ we're actually supposed to have it with Christ first most before we expect anything of our marriage so anyways that's a freebie there side note <laughs> all right let's jump into scripture we're gonna be in first Corinthians today first Corinthians chapter 1 the book of Corinth it's just, if you're feeling confused about the world today and you're wondering what's going on read the book of Corinthians what happening there what's happening in that time is happening right now to some degree it's a confusing can be a confusing time in the church and so there was division happening in the church and here's the first takeaway wherever there's division you can bet there's an enemy division where people are taking sides having strife they're saying, I can't agree with you. I stand over here in its, in, the own, in its own church. This is the bride turning on itself. That's why Paul in Corinthians talks about the body. It would be right now like you cursing your right arm because it has age spots on it. Or it, your arms, you don't like them. You wish you had different arms. You're dividing yourself. We're one whole. So here we go. Verse 10. I appeal to you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree, and that there be no division among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there is a quarreling among you, my brothers, what I mean is that each of one of you says, I follow Paul, or I follow Apollos, or I follow Cephas, or I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one may say that you were baptized in my name. I did baptize also the house of Stephanas, Beyond that, I don't know whether I baptized anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, 
and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, so right now I want you to, we're going to do some 30 second interval surges, move towards a seven, and when I say go, you'll have a 30 second push towards an eight, a little bit more, some of you, you want to go nine, that means you got to lean into it, it's just 30 seconds, ask your Holy Spirit. Don't do it because you're trying to pay off something. Grace is not about earning, but it's cool with effort. Be curious about your effort. Ready? Go. 30 seconds. Go. Keep going. I may have lost time, but stop now. Go ahead. Stop. I may have lost time. Sorry. I was taking off my sweatshirt. And it got all caught. Things are... I was panicking. You ever had that happen? Oh, no. They're waiting on me. Okay. You're going to do another one. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross be emptied of its power. Go, 30 seconds. Let me talk to you. We all do this. Whenever we divide, we empty power. For sure, right? Right? If I've got one thing and I divide, it's less of what it was now does the Lord multiply absolutely does he take away does he prune to increase absolutely three two recover absolutely but here's how you know division is of God this is how you know it comes with a lot of joyful tears They've been called. They gotta go. Like my son has left. Left for college. Yeah, he that's appropriate. I'm a little we went from four to three. Go. Increase. Come on. We went from family of four to family of three. But that just means increase. Joyful sorrow. Wherever there is sorrow, worldly sorrow, it's because we're prescribing and subscribing to worldly standards. Recover. And this is what's going on. These Corinthians, they are choosing sides. And some commentators say that the reason Paul says, you know, I didn't come to baptize, but to preach the gospel. And not with eloquent words. Did you know that historically, his researcher said that Paul wasn't a great speaker. 
Like he wasn't, in that time being an orator was a big deal. There was no written, writing, the, writing things, writing letters, valuable, but couldn't make a mass impact like a speaker, right? Paul couldn't pass around his letters to a gathering. That's why I love the written word. It's so intimate. It's intimate. And if we write with the intention of a stadium in mind, we empty the cross of its power. It was meant for the one, the audience of one. But when it's written in that pure place, when it's written, when we have the motivation of the gospel about just start with me, God, and then I'll share it with someone else. And it multiplies. But there were people that were becoming Apollo's fans because he was a better orator. He just seemed to have the power. And Paul, this dumpy, nothing special. Oh yeah, he's pretty high Jew, but he's not impressing me. And people were choosing sides. I could imagine this being really messy in the early church. Because they're, they're like babies learning how to do gospel freedom, not no longer living under the law. Because Jesus come to complete the law. He fulfills the law. It's been transcended now. Something greater has come. Grace. Grace. And they're trying to figure this out. And Paul's through the Holy Spirit giving him a good teaching. It's like, I didn't count this year. We're all making it about and the baptisms. Like, well, Paulus has got, like, he's baptized about 400 people. And Gaius, well, he was baptized you know, by Paul, but I don't see anything special happening there. They are rating the success of the gospel, of the cross, by worldly standards. And even later on in the chapter, Paul goes on and talks about the foolishness of this world, that the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So stop. Okay, so here's the, here's the question for you to do some work right now. Remember we talked about fear, insecurity. Look, Paul's saying, Paul's even exposing. Hey, I know I'm not a great speaker. That's got to be a place of insecurity for him. Could be. But he puts his eyes back on what he came to do. He's not going to be scored in heaven by his ability to speak or how many people he saved. He'll be be judged in heaven according to his obedience. Did you do it? <laughs> that takes faith. So what and where in your life is emptying the cross of its power?
you want to figure what or where is emptying the power of the cross. As you're moving your body now, because things are real, you can think more clearly. The blood flow to your brain, the oxygen, breathe. You can, you can dig up some stuff. Well, the Holy Spirit can, because you're pliable. Open your heart and open your hands. Say, Holy Spirit, God, search me. Search me. And then if you want to find where you're emptying the cross of its power, look behind every door of fear, anger, bitterness, insecurity, slander, gossip, envy. <laughs> All the doors that you're busy protecting, that you got guards on 24-7 watch, and you got a list of why God can't come in that door. In those places, we empty the cross of its power because the cross with his Jesus, with his arms wide, says all of it. I came for all of it. I came so that all of you could be reconciled to all of me. Start using your mouth. Talk out loud. Don't worry. No one cares at the gym. They all have their own headphones in. You're going down the street. They're only going to see you for half a second. People are too busy in their own world <laughs> to be worried about you. Have a conversation. Foot up therapy. Go. Where are you divided against yourself? This is what the enemy does. He cuts us into pieces, parcels and parts, ships us off into captivity. And all he needs is all he needs is one area of ourselves. Maybe it's your body image. You shame yourself. Do you know when you shame what you see in the mirror, you shame God Himself. Because we are reflectors of his image. And the reason you do it is because you're subscribing to a worldly standard. And that will cause division. Someone else's expectations of you. You're only responsible to God. First and most, and that's what Paul's saying. <laughs> Baptism is not what's making me who I am, how many people I baptize, how many followers I have on Instagram. <laughs> it's nothing. It's all counted as rubbish, if that's the point. Listen, nothing wrong. Yes, let's have influence. But just like baptism, it's the effect of good news. Preach good news push towards an eight right now eight you know you're an eight when you can't close your mouth to breathe so your mouth breathing more but now breathe through your nose come on find it and now I'm gonna have you do two things I want you to breathe and believe 
in the power of the cross and how any sickness, any disease, any downfall, any terrible news, anything in your life that's setting itself up against the knowledge of good news of the gospel, the knowledge that Christ covers this. Notice it, call it out, send it back to hell from which it came. Let Jesus love the hell out of you. Be an eight. Best effort for this whole song. saying this with me for Christ did not send me to baptize and into whatever it is there for Christ did not send me to have a perfect image Christ did not send me for massive impact Christ did not send me for popularity this really comes down to fear of man let's get after it come on be an eight but to preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. That means good news. Speak good news. This verse, this phrase, preach the gospel, it's the same thing when Jesus unrolls the scroll, it's the same word. That I've been sent. He reads from Isaiah 61. This is where he unifies things. Reading from the Old Testament, bringing in a new covenant, new wine, new wineskin. I've been sent to bind up the brokenhearted, to preach good news to those in darkness. Come on. Open your spiritual eyes. Close your physical world lies. Close them. Open the eyes of your heart and you will see greater things. Believe. Breathe. Believe. Breathe. Believe. Breathe. Well done. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? That's what I call shaking off the dust. Shake it off. No shame. This, this is your work of life. Good. Last work song together. I'm going to ask you to pick a, pick a place that feels good for you. How about... Feelings are interesting. <laughs> someplace where you're not maxed out ask the Holy Spirit he is your personal trainer he is your coach he dwells in you 
And this is my job and all our fitness teacher preachers across the world to help you get in your body because it's the place where Christ has chosen to dwell, to live in you. It's not just a theory. This is the reason why people can cure themselves of sickness and disease should they choose breathe because when I breathe I get out of my panic mind and I get into my assuring mind my optimistic mind believe now there's a lot of people believing in all kinds of things and here's the crazy thing there this is documented all you can find this now more and more people that are living Christ principles without Christ and to that I say let God be glorified. It's our job to introduce them with the gospel of good news. Hey, okay, great. You figured out a belief, a way to overcome all your fears on this world. Hey, guess what? This world's going to end. <laughs> what then? Where are we going? What are we doing? Now, you build relationship to get to that place. So love people. Be curious about their health system. But they're getting these benefits without Christ, but we came to preach Christ. And not only that, there's a place in us, we can have all the right systems, worldly systems in place working for us. You know, we're juggling it all, and it's working out great. And we got a crowd building, and it's amazing. We're building barns, tearing them down, making bigger barns, and it looks like prosperity whatever it is but if underneath it <laughs> there's no knowing God knowing you're made in his image and then working that out of where did it come from who is this God who is he who is he that's the you know him you know him what a gift the one who opens up every door the one who says, believe in me and she will be well. Woman, you are healed, freed of your disability. <laughs> the one that we're here for, we're not here for ourselves. Wasn't it kind of the Lord to share goodness? Even those who don't worship him, who benefit some good. But let me tell you, it's just some good. It's not the whole gospel of goodness. <laughs> Come on. So let's not just look good on the outside. Let's be good on the inside. Go towards a nine. Come on. Push. Go. Push. Nine not comfortable because that is living for something greater than ourself than our comforts and it's beautiful pray ask seek knock come on come on four three two and recover Whoo! Well done. Ha! Ah. Paul goes on to talk about the wisdom of God and the power of God. 
And again, like he said, he's like, listen, foolishness of God is wiser than all the wisdom in the world. So I'm saying the gospel takes everything higher. The gospel elevates, the gospel transforms us. The gospel changes us from the inside out. And y'all, he's so good. I want the world to know, everyone to know. And I want him to have reasons to ask, yeah? Don't you? You can recover. We got a couple songs to cool down. Just feel present. For Christ did not send me to whatever, to be the best mom in the world. Christ did not send me to, to be the most active person at my church. Christ didn't send me to be the most well-liked person at my work. Christ didn't send me to come up with really good ideas. That's truly, those are all great things. And he'll give you those. Because he knows the good works that he's prepared for you before the foundations of the world. He knew the works, and then he figured out a body. <laughs> and a time, and a place, for you to be made flesh. But the purpose is Christ, the cross, from death to life, everyone eternal, no one without hope. I'm telling you, it's, it's an interesting thing here in America. We're forgetting, we're so self-absorbed that we don't think about the bigger picture. This thing's, this world is going to fade away. Then what? Then what? Did you have a nice ride? Come on. No, there's more. Come home. Come home. You guys, let's make crowded. Let's make heaven crowded. Make heaven crowded. <laughs> I'm pray. Oh boy, I'm about to ruffle some religious feathers. I pray I get to heaven and I find out that people that I judged not worthy of being there are there. Do I believe everyone will be there? No, I don't because it's the global mandate to tell people, worship God. Now see, I judge how people worship. I don't know their hearts. God knows their heart. God weighs the heart. God is judge, jury final say <laughs> that's why I don't ever close any doors that's God's business I leave myself open to the gospel good news can always come any day any moment it could be your very last breath good news anyone with me on this come on I want to be surprised when I get there <laughs> I'm gonna fall down and worship him because he's so good And everyone who's not there, I won't know the difference. I'm not gonna have an argument against God. I don't know, but I want everyone to know. Preach the gospel in and out of season. Take good news to preach the gospel means, that verse means, say it. Say what God has said. This is why our instructors in training, we tell you, listen, you don't have to be a theologian. You just have to say what's been said. 
That's it. Proclaim it. Say good news. And then move some bodies. And let the Holy Spirit do the rest. And then let's move bodies well. And we teach people how to do that. Just like I hope today I've, I've moved you well. <laughs> and we tell people, listen, don't matter what age you are, keep some movement going. Get really, get, become a Jedi at rest. Like you're so good, you understand the subtlety and the power of rest, right? Because that's something this world poo-poos. And in the kingdom we go, oh no, that's actually, that's home base. I start from rest. I always, if I get too frenzied, I'm striving, I'm stressing, I've moved away from home base of rest. Thank you. I didn't even know this was a song. That's right, there it is, that is home. So everything we do, our living, our moving, our being, is in Him. And if the world tries to pull us away, and tell us, no, it's really about this. We go, wait, let me refer to what he has said. Mm. Let's see. I'll tell you what he said. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discerning of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since the wisdom of God, the world did not know God. <laughs> it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. Right? Everyone's qualified to believe. The harvest is plenty. The workers are few. Stop emptying the cross of its power. Just get a vision of what it looks like in your life. When you empty the cross, the cross is the point. The cross is the gospel, that it's good news. I know it looks bad on Friday, but good news, Sunday comes. Guarantee it, Sunday comes. Resurrection, power, lives in you and on the earth. Tap into it, find it, breathe, believe. Change the inner landscape. Joy. For the joy sent before him, he endured the cross. He went to it. So be ready to places in your life to die, right? Humility, humility, swallow it. Teachability, it requires humility. Never feels good, but it is the supplement you need. It has a bad taste initially. And that gets us at the foot of the cross to remember Jesus died for this too oh he died for this too this too this medical bill he died for this too this financial crisis died for it this health scare died for it this bankruptcy died for it this divorce died for it this betrayal died for it nothing there's nothing in life this is such good care. Come on. God, we just thank you. We lift the cross high. Everyone hands up. We lift the cross high. God, we're so small compared to the cross. We're so small. Forgive us for making ourselves so big. Your cross. The cross. Get a vision of the cross.
<laughs> your marriage, your children, your friendships, your finances, your home, your work, your and everything, your being, and your doing. So small compared to the work of the cross. For God so loved the world and all in it that he gave. Don't empty the cross of its power. Whenever you fear, it's like the blood of Jesus is spilling out onto the floor and no one, no one is drinking it. That's the new wine. The blood of Jesus is the new wine. Fill yourself with that sacrificial love of Christ. He died for it. So you could be resurrected into new life and that you would perpetuate this, that you too would learn how to die for others well and be a servant to others. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for this. We close with a vision of the cross, God. Give us a vision of the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. So we offer up ourselves to you.